heard of Mad Libs? Uh, yes, today I did hear about that. Yeah, for the first time. <laughs> you know, you know, do some no, Mad I did Libs. them as a kid. Yeah, and did I loved you? them. I've yeah. always loved them. They're fun. Didn't and, know that that's what they're called, but I love them. Yeah, you want to do a Mad Lib with? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, give me an adjective. Fuzzy. Ooh. Okay. Give me a place. Hope Fellowship. <laughs> All right. And how about a verb? Kicking. Kicking. I like that one. Okay, you want to hear it? Yep. I the, hope it's good. It's pretty fun. The Breakdown Podcast is the most fuzzy podcast in the Hope Fellowship. Thank <laughs> you for kicking with us today. Yes! <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah! Hey guys, welcome to the Breakdown Podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. On this podcast, every week we get together and we take a bite-sized portion of the weekend teaching at Hope Fellowship and we break it down very simply mm-hmm. and really to hopefully you'll walk away and you just know more about who God is and his word and you're encouraged in your faith. And so um, today we're going to be doing that and we're, we, have, we have a missing piece. Yeah. I'm very sad. So it's yeah. me and Josh here yeah. today. Josh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad to be kicking it here with we're you today. We're kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Brock is not with us. He will be back next week. We will miss him today, but you are stuck with us too. And yeah. we are, we're really excited about we, I'm speaking for you right Thank now. You. We are excited, aren't yeah, we? we are. <laughs> I'm excited we about this. I uh, really enjoyed studying the verse we have today. But before we get into that, can you kind of give us just a recap of this weekend for anyone who didn't hear the message, uh, our first um, our first weekend doing Hebrews? Yeah, yeah. So this weekend we continued our summer series. Uh, it was week one of going through Hebrews. And so Pastor John overviewed the first four chapters of the book of Hebrews. And we looked at several different aspects of who Jesus is, which was really, really cool. Such a yeah. new one. Yeah, there were six whole points, but I loved every single point. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> and I took notes. So, hey, note takers are history makers. That's what they say. <laughs> That's, That's what they t- say in the student ministry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so this uh, verse, I'm really excited about it. And something like you guys just to know about me personally is I kind of, I'm kind of obsessed with like finishing well. Like, uh-huh. like I'm, I'm weird about it a little bit. Like I want to get to the end, like not just in things like, yeah, give me a project. Maybe I'll finish well. But like in my faith, I'm mm-hmm. like kind of obsessed with that idea mm-hmm. of like, being faithful all the way to the end. And that's a huge theme in the book of Hebrews. And in the passage we're talking about today, I think that this is really this missing ingredient to perseverance. If you want to be someone that perseveres, you want to be someone that finishes well, gets to the end, that finish line, um, and and continues to be faithful throughout your life, this is such a key ingredient um, that we find in this of course, warning that I have picked out today because I, yes, did pick a warning. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, notorious for picking <laughs> things like that, verses yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Um, so Josh, the verse we're reading today is Hebrews 3, verses 12 through 14. We'll read some other stuff, but that's our key verses yeah, for the day. Let me read those and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. Uh, beginning in verse 12. Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters, make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day while it's still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. For if we're faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. That was a beautiful reading. There's well a done. lot going in there. <laughs> you have a good reading voice. Thanks. Um, so uh, you did hear a little context likely if you did hear the message this past weekend, but we'll give you just a little overview. Um, 
technically the the audience and the writer are unknown, but there there's some speculation and we can um, pretty confidently say that this audience is Jewish. You know, they like, he's like referencing so many Jewish traditions and history. Mm. So they're, they're going to know about what's going on. Like he's not explaining those things. Yeah. Um, and this author, what he's doing, and I loved hearing about this in the Bible project. They were talking and doing an overview on this and that, you have like these chunks of comp- comparisons that the author's making, and he's comparing Jesus to different key people and events in Israel's history, hence mm-hmm. the Jewish audience thing. I like and, to think of Hebrews uh, when I'm telling people about different yeah. books in the Bible, almost like uh, like this Christological kind of book that's there. So yeah. what I mean by that is if you want to know different things about Jesus, uh, who he is, why he had to like, be a man, like why he had to take yeah. on flesh, why he had to suffer, why he had to die. Uh, it's a great book to read to really kind of get into the theology of who Christ was. Oh yeah, Super that's fascinating. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who, we, that's what we want to know, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's so important. Yep. So in this particular passage, um, this is where uh, the author is comparing Jesus to Moses saying, hey, Jesus is greater than Moses, which is high shock value. We've talked mm-hmm. about that yep. um, in the past. And then our verse is a warning and every uh, every comparison in there has a warning. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking at the warning, but we want to kind of unpack a little bit of that Jesus being greater than Moses. Um, and part of that, just a little piece of that argument. And so before our verses, there's this little part in the Bible that looks like, um, it looks like a Psalm because it is referenced to a Psalm. (laughs) So if you're reading it, you know, you've seen it and it doesn't look like the rest of the paragraphs. It's kind of like little broken up little pieces. And it's a reference to Psalm 95. And um, should we we go ahead and read that, Josh? I think it might help a little bit to help people understand. It's like biblical inception. Yes. Because you got a guy in Hebrews <laughs> talking about a guy who wrote a psalm who's talking about he Moses. Said that, he said that this happened yeah, with them. <laughs> a passage within a passage. So this is uh, verse 7 through 11, but it's referencing, for those of you listening, so this doesn't get too confusing, it's referencing Psalm 95. So if you were to go, and Josh has talked about this in the past, go to that footnote and find that psalm. You could read the whole psalm, yeah. but it's that same. It's out of that. That's what he's referencing. Mm-hmm. So this writer knows that psalm. So verse 7. Yeah. So the psalmist writes, that is why the Holy Spirit says, today when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. When they tested me in the wilderness, there your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. So I was angry with them. And I said, their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Ouch. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so a little um, Israel 101 history, I think is just really helpful for this. Um, so Moses, I'm not going to assume anyone knows what I'm talking about here. So Moses, big deal. Um, he brought the Israels out of co- captivity in mm-hmm. Egypt. He, he was a part of getting them out of that. They were oppressed in slavery um, and they were pulled out of that. Moses led them. And he was taking them to the promised land, which was Canaan. And, um, and for 40 years, they wandered in the desert. And there's all these stories of um, basically what he's referencing here is all the times where God was going to provide for them, but they were just not believing that he would and yeah, trusting him right. along the way. And if you didn't know this, Moses never entered the promised land. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. It also, it's hard. they didn't either. And so it's just, it's so important to, I think, know that because 
what's it, this warning that we're going to read is saying, hey, remember what they did. So gr- great tip to like, look back at your ancestors, yeah. the people that you know, the people that have walked through faith before you to learn from them, yeah. one That's thing, good. but also just to recognize right in here that right here, I think the key thing you need to know is that they did not enter the promised land because of their unbelief, because they didn't believe God's promises. Yeah, an entire generation didn't get to go into the promised land and everyone else had to wait for those guys to pass away. Yeah, and we love Moses. I love Moses. I like to speak, I'm like, we, right? Still, we love Moses. Like, he is like, you know, like John talked about, like on the Mount Rushmore of biblical, you know, people that we follow and, and he didn't get in because of unbelief. So that's how serious this is. It's also scary because he didn't get in because of his anger. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so every time I read that, I kind of go, oh man, I need to start yeah. doing some yoga or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> do some yoga. That Yeah, that'll do some stretches. <laughs> so now, now we'll jump in um, because it's on the heels of that. So literally right after that passage, it gets to 12. And he says, okay, now knowing that, Knowing that Israel's that's Israel's history. Back in Hebrews, right? Back in Hebrews three now. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Hebrews three verse twelve. Yep. Because seven through eleven is that Psalm. So eleven, yep. boom. We're at twelve now. Be careful, then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. Did you Did you find anything interesting in that verse? Sure. Yeah. Um, Can you break it down a little for us? Something I like to do. Uh, when I'm really kind of getting into a passage like this, it, it does help to kind of go word by word and start to go, okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? So the fact that he says, be careful then, um, that sounds like a warning to me, mm-hmm. right? So he's, yeah, there's, a caution there, there. there's something cautionary happening there. Who's he speaking to? Dear brothers and sisters. Uh, so there's lots of... Um, maybe back and forth on whether he's uh, speaking to Christians or Christians and non-Christians. But I think if one way or another, it is helpful to at least consider the fact that these are believers um, because I think it gives us some helpful, uh, helpful kind of grid, so to speak, as we're considering all of these things. So brothers and sisters, Christians, people who've put their faith in Christ, uh, then then we kind of see this, this warning um, start to become a little bit clearer. But he's like, hey, make sure your hearts are, uh, Aren't aren't doing anything evil? Make sure that there's no unbelief. Making sure you're not why because you're this not. This is going to turn God. you away. Yeah, I think yeah. that's so so important. Like this evil and unbelieving, like that heart unbelieving is what's turning you away from the living God. Yeah, like that's harsh. Like yeah. that, like that's hard. It's not even harsh. It's heavy. It's super it's, heavy. It's heavy. And so in verse thirteen, it really kind of builds on that. And we talked a bunch about this word exhort. And in this version, it doesn't say exhort. Um, but it's really where it says here in verse 13, you must warn each other every day while it is still today that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. So so this is where he's really encouraging them to say, hey, like, be careful. Don't You don't want to end up like that, not believing, turning away. And the way we do that is that we got to warn each other. We got to encourage each other. We have got to help each other out in a really basic way to say that, like I'm really boiling it down there. But at the end of the day, that's what he's saying is like, we've got to help each other mm-hmm. continue to have a pure and believing heart. Yep. So I'm taking that, you know, from verse 12, e- evil and unbelieving. So that opposite is just pure and believing. Like we got to help each other yep. do that in our lives so that we don't get deceived, which is totally what we do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and this is one of those, I, I don't know why I, I think of it this way, but I 
I consider um, often think about truths like this as these giant knots that have been tied mm-hmm. up by various things. Yeah. And so you have some really uh, c- clear warnings here uh, mm-hmm. and they're being said in really helpful ways. Yeah. And yet when you actually think about practically applying this to our life, it gets m- really muddy really quick. Yeah. Like if you just kind of stop right now and think about um, <laughs> exhorting uh, like one of your Christian friends or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know how well that would necessarily go or like yeah. people in your small group or I don't know, people in your Bible study or whatever. And uh, and yet there's this, um, there's like this uh, imperative here. So there's this, uh, so Paul is telling us to do something yeah. and that's, um, hey, um, uh, exhort one another as you're, as you're meeting. Mm-hmm. So it's really helpful though to, to again, look at some of the ways in which he's saying this because there's a, a really sweet context in which this is happening, right? Yeah. Uh, so brothers and sisters, there's like a familial, friendly. There's uh, a close relationship. Yeah. Like there is a closeness. So there's a type of community yeah. that that we kind of see just by him saying, calling them brothers and sisters that we go, okay, um, there's like love here. There's care for one another. Uh, there's the, the warning is not uh, resting in this, uh, resting. It's not <laughs> resting. In, we're going to talk about rest later. It's not resting in this, um, hey, I don't like that. Or I prefer this, or my tradition says that. Yeah. He's saying like, hey, brother, um, I don't want you turning away from the living God, the source of life and joy and peace and mm-hmm. happiness. Uh, so that when we finally get to this, um, this kind of, so the NLT says, but exhort one another every day. Yeah. So, so in that version, it's, it uses the word exhort. When it finally gets to that, um, it's, it's, it's also this, so that you won't be deceived, so that your hearts, yeah. so, so as you're being pulled away from God, your hearts aren't, aren't also being hardened towards Him. Yeah. Uh, and that to me sounds like really helpful, loving uh, guidance. Yeah, and you know? when you think of the word deception in itself, um, you we don't know when we're being deceived. Like that is like yeah. the, uh, um, that's the essence of being deceived. So like you don't realize that you need someone to come alongside you to help bring clarity to things. And so, I think I've always heard the word exhort or here you must warn or if I'm going to warn someone, if it, it feels like, oh, like nobody wants to do that. Right. But, yeah. but it has such an encouraging connotation and this idea of like advocating mm-hmm. for one another and, and advocating them to remember who God is, not just to do certain things, but to remember who God is. Mm-hmm. And that's what continues that faithfulness. Yeah. That's how you keep getting through those difficult times. Cause when you think about the Israelites, they were they were at one point, so it's kind of referencing um, Exodus 17. They're at one point in the wilderness and they're thirsty and they want water. And they're like, why'd you even bring me here? Like, there's no water. We might as well go back to Egypt. And, and that's that moment. So they, they hit a moment in a circumstance where things weren't going according to plan and they were struggling to believe God. Yeah. Like, yeah. so they're losing their faith in God because of their circumstance. Yeah, they have literally forgotten his mercies. Yeah. And uh, and their circumstances uh, have been allowed to turn them against their liberator, their yeah. redeemer. Yeah, and, and Moses in this moment, uh, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but Moses in this moment, he it would have been a great time to exhort them, mm-hmm. <laughs> remind them who, that God brought them there. He just got upset. <laughs> he was just like, oh, you know. And yeah. so it's it's like such a interesting thing to think about. How often in our own lives do we? face circumstances where we believe God, but then something happens or a situation comes up and we no longer think that God brought us to this place or God's bringing us to a new place. And it causes, that's what causes us to be deceived by sin and hardened against God. I think that's 
so beautiful. It like is. it's so awesome. Yeah. One of the most dangerous things to our spiritual growth in Jesus, I would say, is allowing the culture, the worldly culture, uh, to be more of an influence over us than, you know, God. Yeah. What his word says. Our surroundings you know. and what we hear uh-huh. and what's going on. Yeah. And, and so what the world, um, and when I say the world, what I mean is uh, they don't know God. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they don't know God. That's, you know, this general kind of the world. Uh, but what the world loves doing is um, is minimizing the things that, that dishonor God, making light of the things that he doesn't like, uh, rationalizing, justifying mm-hmm. sin and things mm-hmm. like that. And, um, and uh, I mean, I don't know about anybody else here, but I would say- You're that, not going to say we? Let's say we. <laughs> well, <laughs> we. let me say it and then you can tell me <laughs> if it's we. Uh, but I mean, that's for sure. Like uh, it doesn't take much for me to want to, to rationalize yeah. uh, my sin, you know, justify totally. my sin. And, uh, and if it weren't for uh, people in my life who love the Lord very much, who love me very much, and are willing to have those um, kind of difficult conversations mm-hmm. of like, you know, calling someone what it is and, yeah. and exhorting me to something bigger and better, which is God, uh, it, I wouldn't have had those opportunities to, to, to recognize those blind spots, grow in yeah. my self-awareness of those blind spots. Um, and so that's for sure something that it's not easy um, but, but it's still something that God's called us to do. And it's so necessary as we grow in our relationship with God yeah. with one another. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, but it's so good. Yeah. It's good for us. Yeah. And that's why I like verses like this. Cause I've, I think we, as the more you go through these, these things and you confront these verses, you realize how good they are for you yeah. in the end. So you want that correction. You want that warning because you know, it's actually for your good. Verse 14, for if we are faithful to the end, we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. And I really, I really feel like that. Well, well, that really rounds out um, yeah. this kind of idea of just like, hey, keep believing, because when you do, and when you continue to trust God as firmly as when you started. So, like, if we're thinking about the Israelites when they started on their journey, as firmly as when God got them out of Egypt, like believing them still all the way. Like that is when we get to share in all that belongs to Christ and not, not losing that just because of circumstances and situations, even really, really difficult ones. um, Cause we can share in Christ. And so that perseverance is such a huge theme in this and that, that rest. Cause in a few verses, it's going to talk about rest, which we're not going to go into that, but we're offered rest now because Jesus. Yeah. And so we're not following Moses. We're following Jesus. Right. And he's our rest and he's, present for us now so we can share in everything that he is yeah um i think that's so beautiful yeah i i think uh it is it is beautiful and um i would say if i had any kind of like conundrum Mm -hmm. about this it would be um that it's so stinking hard yeah you know i feel like it's easy to read scripture and it's there it's black and white and, uh, it's, and we walk away and we're like, do, do, do. Yeah. yeah. And then you kind of walk out and now I'm, you know, it's life. And then I have, I have, what is it like the, like the perfect scenario has been teed up for me to walk this out. And I probably, and I, and I, and I, I just respond in probably the like opposite way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm thinking that, uh, that that's because, um, what God, so what God offers us, peace, joy, hope, 
things like that. Yeah. I think that we, we um, have maybe, when we've forgotten God's mercies, we've convinced ourselves that those things can be found elsewhere. Yeah. And we can somehow control them. We can whatever, pursue them in different means. And so we forget God's mercies mm-hmm. uh, when we turn to those other things. Yeah. And not only does it not fulfill or give us peace or hope and joy, it actually, um, it's, it's like being thirsty and drinking salt water. Yeah. It just makes you, it kind of makes you thirstier. And so, so then you're like, well, then I need to keep trying whatever. And yeah, it's a counterfeit. Yeah. Before you know, you're kind of like, according to this, you know, you're, you're, you're straying away from the Lord or whatever. Yeah. And so in that regards, if that's really what's happening, what grace, what grace is it that the Lord would then have people in our lives that love him and love mm-hmm. us enough that they would go, Hey brother, yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. You know, this is not, you're not, this is not good for you. And, uh, and God wants much more for you. He has much better for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I can think of scenarios in my life where I've needed this, but I've also had to give this where I'm just saying, you're seeing this one way. And, and it's such an encouragement to say, Hey, but this is how God sees you. This is what God says about your future. This is what God, you know, like, so going back to who God is, I think that's so, so huge. And hopefully an encouragement to everyone that's listening right now, you know, if you're going through a hard season, maybe, maybe find a brother or sister in Christ, maybe find a friend and allow them to speak into your life, but, but to continue to even remind yourself of who God is so that because it is that disbelief that leads us away from him. Mm-hmm. So we have to keep coming back to that over and over again so that we can persevere, so that we can finish well. That's the missing ingredient in finishing well is like, hey, if you want to finish well, we've got to exhort one another. We've got to believe who God is. And we've got to help each other do that. Um, you're not on your own. You're not doing this alone. And so that's so encouraging to yeah. me and the rest that's offered to us in all of that. And so as we close today, um, that's our encouragement to you. And we're continuing Hebrews um, next week. So definitely join us if you haven't. Um, we Our DIY this week was to um, read chapters one through four. Yeah. So go go read those. You'll get even more just like fullness of these, these, uh, this verse and You'll this love it. passage. Awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And then we'll continue next week. So we hope to see you there. Have a great day. Later. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you learn something new about God's word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.